2: wrestling fanatics the q uh queens takeover podcast is sponsored by w energy all you have to do to help out your queens and jester is go to twitter and instagram at qt bow click on the link and you'll find w Energy's link go in there search for your products as such as shakers energy packets um canisters of any type of w energy that you can get your hands on and the QT bow down promo code would automatically be added to your cart when you check out. So help sponsor Dubby and help support
0: your Queens and Jester. Thank you. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. Did you miss us? Even though I talked to these two on text, like all the
1: damn time and everything,
0: I haven't seen their lovely faces in two weeks. What is up ladies? I'm here.
1: <laughs> yeah. I've been up since 5 AM.
0: Yeah. We'll get to the reason why in a minute. Um okay, so we got a lot of catching up to do. Uh SummerSlam, what the hell was all that last night? Uh ESPN doesn't know how to make a list. But before we get to all that, Kayla, GalaxyCon, you gotta tell us what happened. (laughs) How was it? It was actually pretty cool.
2: I enjoyed it. Um Friday we went mom mama and mom and I went to Friday. Um, to meet Orange Cassidy. She met I went first. He real real awesome guy to meet. Um, got a picture with him, and then mom went through, got her autograph, and met him and they had the same shirt on, so it was kinda cool. She was real she was kinda fangirl in there. Um, unfortunately, due to flight issues, I didn't get to reconnect with Chris Statlander. Um, they had no idea when she was gonna show up, so we just kinda just called it quits, went back to the hotel and swam. Um, so Saturday came and my photo op for Ian was not until like 525 that day. And I'm thinking, okay, I can go meet a few, you know, people in between kill time. So I go through the line. Um, I got my autograph and photo with Matt Hardy. I talked to Jeff and he actually memorized, remembered me from meeting me back in April in Greenville um I'm like man dude you met a lot of people that day and you remember me and yeah. he says it's not he says I remembered what you said to me that's what stuck out and I basically said you and your brother is the tag team that makes me the wrestling fan I am today and which that's 100 true because they were the first tag team I really liked That you know yeah. and I met Matt Matt was real sweet he was awesome had my Backstreet Boys shirt on so he kind of he kind of comes like I'm rocking the shirt here you know um, Oh, Friday. I didn't meet him, but he actually walked by me and talked to me. I uh, spoke to Jimmy Hart. That was pretty cool. Um Then after I met Matt, I went over to AJ McLean and Nick Carter's table. Well, they had overflow. So I met AJ first. He was real nice to meet. Um, I just got his photo and I tried to shake his hand and he's like, I don't do handshakes. I do hugs. So, so I hugged AJ and then I had to go back in the overflow to wait for Nick and Nick hadn't arrived yet. And all of a sudden you hear all these girls screaming, here comes Nick through the, through the crowd. Like he didn't care. Um, But when I got to meet him, I was thinking, you know what? I'm going to get his autograph and photo. So I bought his auto. I was actually the last one he saw before he went to go to his photo ops. So because his photo op started early that morning. So I went up, I talked to him and told him that I knew that was you on the mass Singer, you know, just connect with him. By the time I left his table, I had, like, three hugs from him. It was just, Aww. like, he was super sweet. I don't want to – mom wouldn't let me not wash my Backstreet Boys shirt because I got hugs from him, but he did touch my cell phone because he used my phone case, so I'm not taking take my cell phone case off anytime soon. Yes, I know. Big fangirl moment. Um. So that was really cool. I enjoyed meeting them. And then what the heck? I slid over, met Miss Brick Baker. She was, you know, so she was kind of sweet. And I told her and I said, unfortunately, you're my second favorite AEW wrestler. And she goes, she looks over at Orange Cassidy, which happens to be next to her. Like, was I going to say orange? I said, no, it's Chris Statlander. She goes, oh, okay. I'll let that slide. (laughs) <laughs> you know she was she was supposed to be here yesterday, but she I said yeah she had flight issues. But I met her last year. She Says okay, that's good. All right, let's get going. D M D. So we held a little sign up. You know she she was real sweet to meet. Um, and so by that time, I called my mom and I said, Mom, I've done met everybody I wanted to meet. She goes, What? So I got there at ten o'clock. I had met everybody that I wanted to meet besides N by eleven thirty. So I had and I was like. Gosh, it sucks. So So I walked around, you know, did a little shopping here and there, you know, got lunch and stuff like that. And it got to the point where I got tired of walking around. So I just went over and watched the photo ops and people crazy. And there's this guy, he did it last year. I think he does it every year. He says when he's trying to he says, Follow the jumping idiot over here in the line. over the line. I mean he's the most energetic guy you'll ever see doing photo ops.
1: <laughs> um The photo ops, is that um is it uh, epic photo?
2: Yeah, the professional ones where... Yeah,
1: that guy goes to every con. I have met I believe- him at Dragon Con. I have met him at New York Comic Con. Okay, yeah, he's jumping he up and down real everywhere. Ecstatic. Yes. He he is a psychopath.
2: He is. He but- must
1: he must be related to Tony Khan with the amount of cocaine. He probably does.
2: <laughs> he needs it, like He <laughs> keeps going all day. Well, anyway, we finally got in the line. We were actually ended up being 20 minutes behind photo ops. Because it turns out that Ian wanted to talk to every fan, literally. You know, and I understand that's how he is. Then they got behind on the trios. It was just well anyway, we got in the line and I walked in and he says, Hey babe, how are you doing? I said, I've been waiting for this all day. My brain is filled uh filled with cotton. He goes, Mine too, babe. Mine too. and, he, and I said, It was so nice to me. He says, So nice to meet you and I was walking he says he gives me a hug, he says, Bye babe you know, we just everyone that met him just comes around the corner like we're in love. I mean, it was just, it was fun. We had fun. And, you know, getting to meet, obviously Ian was awesome. Getting chance to talk to AJ and Nick because I've been a fan of them forever was really cool. And, you know, got to meet some other fans that was a fan of them. So unfortunately I didn't get no contact information for him. Kind of wish I did, but Hey, it happens, but um I had fun. And I think mom till this day is still a fangirl and that she
1: met Orange Cassidy. So I think, that was a hit and win. So so uh-huh. what 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 you're gonna say is thank you, Jolie. Thank you, Kat, for pushing me and mom to do this. Especially yeah, you up. especially Jolie because she's been there before multiple times.
2: Yeah, like I, like you said, you don't know when you're not gonna get that chance. And I told mom and I said, We don't want to go back next year, do we? She goes, Well, I said, Hey, technically you wouldn't have gone if they didn't add orange Cassidy on there like the last
1: minute. <laughs> Well, it's like, I'm looking at Dragon Con and I know I can't go because it's literally less than a month away. Don't have the money, don't have the funds. But they just keep adding people and adding people. And if you, anybody listening, if you ever love, if you love Comic Cons of any kind, Galaxy Con, it's okay. I'll put that right out there. I've been to bigger cons. So, like, I know that that's a medium-sized con. It's really good. Fan Expo is above that. Good. But you want to you want an amazing con to go to and you want to spend the money and possibly see, you know, our boy Xavier Woods walking around dressed as the Iconics or (laughs) the Golden Girls, go to Dragon Con. Spend the money to stay in the the hotel hub. I think it's like $1,000 for the entire, like it's a couple thousand dollars to stay in that hub. But the party doesn't stop. The party starts Thursday when you get there. The party doesn't stop until Monday. Like literally there's things going on twenty-four hours a day at Dragon Con. Like, I mean, not the autographs, but like, you know, the superstars and the and they go out to they do stuff. They have events and all that type of stuff. Do it. San Diego right now is a little bit messy because of the writer's strike. And um for the record, we do support the writer's strike and the actor strike because unions matter. And writers deserve uh, all the accolades and do not need to be uh, taken out by AI. Amen. You know, so, but yeah, do cons. They are the best thing. Like I'm I'm already eyeing WrestleCon, even though I want to do whatever type of access they have up here uh, when it comes into uh, for Philly. And it's just like, I'm already planning two steps to have like a friend says, oh, I have, because uh, I had the concerts this past weekend. Y'all, oh. don't get me wrong. Luke Combs, lovely singer. Lainey Wilson, I am in love. <laughs> that woman okay. is amazing. She played on Saturday. She wasn't there on Friday night. But both days we had rain delays. Mm. I left Luke Combs' concert early on Friday night. Only because I have about an hour to an hour and 15 to an hour and a half drive home. By the time I got home, my friends were leaving the concert oh damn so i would not have gotten home till about three thirty in the morning gotten back up at like eight nine o'clock in the morning be out of my house by 12 just to get back up there no i had nah uh, but you know great show okay fan base uh i i will take like i told um one of the cops there i will take beyonce's fan base and taylor's fan base over country fan base any day of the week
0: yeah, especially after all the shit you told us about uh, Kenny Chesney.
1: I won't I get you started again, but... <laughs> there is not enough alcohol in the world to talk about Kenny Chesney and his fan base. <laughs> I will leave it at this. There was not a spot people did not fuck. Okay!
0: And on that note, <laughs> I will say this about Khan. I've only been to... One con in my life, and I was very fortunate enough, it was San Diego. This was back in 2012, though, when my niece graduated high school. Um, We tried to get tickets. We could only get tickets for, like, Thursday and Sunday because Friday and Saturday went like that. And this is when the Big Bang Theory was huge, so we missed them and everything. But those two days that I was there was fantastic. Um, I have... Actually, right here, I don't want to take it down, but it's like I have Lucy Liu and Johnny Lee Miller's autograph from when they were doing elementary and everything. And my niece and I, we had the time of our life. One of the big uh, press conferences they had was with Stanley. I forgot what he was promoting at the time. And my niece went to that. Even though the room was huge and she was all the way in the back, she said just to be in the same room as him was a life. It was like a Such a memory
1: for her. Hall H, I think that was twenty twelve. Uh that might have been Iron Man? No, he that was Iron Man three. I have no idea. You said 2012. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we yeah, we went that year.
1: No, was that oh, what was that one? That's gonna bug me. That no, it's gonna (laughs) bug me. (laughs) You were just like my husband. (sighs) Oh, that was Avengers. Oh, okay, so you were at San Diego. Con- it was so fucking oh, long ago, I have no wow. idea what.
0: But I went to, um, I went to the press conference thing for uh,
1: Expendables, first. Yeah. So, yeah, no, San Diego is yeah. on my and list.
2: Then, uh, to my first ever one, I went to Fan Expo when it was still known as Wizard World. Ah, that was that's my first I one. Met, that's when I met um, Dean Ambrose, aka john moxley so okay. that was my first one
0: sweetness all right so yeah you have to forgive us ladies and gentlemen it's like i know we went on forever about cons and everything but like i said we had to catch up oh and my anniversary weekend was fantastic i really did not want to leave no because we had no we had a houston staycation and we um stayed at the four seasons and it was like fantastic and it cannot go back what
1: I'm sorry. Anytime I hear the Four Seasons, I think of um, when uh, a certain former America's mayor held a press conference in Philadelphia. And it was at the Four Seasons Landscaping, not hotel. Oh, (laughs) next. And the best part of that was it was next to an adult bookstore.
0: Oh, I remember that. So, that the, the jo- the, the, so, whatever
1: somebody says four seasons, I can't not snigger at that. Yes, I am a child. Fuck off. <laughs> All right, ladies. ladies. Summer Slam.
0: Uh, damn. Uh, What a night. Uh, It wasn't the best, because there was a couple of issues, but rock. it was... Uh, at least he did the narrated the intro, but that was it. Like, at least he didn't do a perform. I, I would be more pissed off if he had did a performance, and I'm like, wait, okay, you had you had time constraint issues, but you could let Kid Rock perform. Thank God that didn't happen. But there was those feel good moments, and then those moments that you want to cringe about. So, Kayla, I'm gonna start with you. The one moment that made you cringe,
2: honestly. Cringe as in a bad way or a good way? Bad. Cringe. Pissed off. Truthfully, even though it only lasted a minute and some seconds, I got pissed off on Bianca one because I was just like, seriously, EST again. And the ones that don't that li- list that don't listen or listen, you know that I'm not a fan of Bianca. And I was just aggravated with that. So if I had to say my cringe moment that just made me mad, I think it was that. I almost turned it off after she won, but something told me not to. But, and then it was just that moment when I hear, ding, ding, I was like, oh my gosh. She's running in and she cashed in and got it successfully. And, um, hi, WWE men locker room. Hi, how are you? Um, the ladies all have successful cash-ins when are you going to
1: get one thank you <laughs> and, and, but correct me if i'm wrong i did say that i thought bianca was gonna win but then eel was gonna cash in
0: we did predictions three weeks ago i can't fucking remember
1: <laughs> no no, no this, i think this was i don't think this was like my, i think i actually said this in chat I think, oh, okay. I think I, I think I originally predicted Charlotte getting the pin. Um just to put EO over just because I know that's the kind of person that she is despite everybody's hatred towards her. Um yeah. but I do enjoy the fact that it was Bianca that did it and um I kind of hope these rumors are true and I get my Kabuki War- Warriors re- uh, reunion.
0: Well, she's supposed to have a press conference on Monday, and the earliest I'm hearing is November. Oh, well, yeah. Because she's, she's
1: got a couple of Japanese, Japan dates to finish up first. That's fine. And that gives Asuka plenty of time to fight with damage control and in for help.
0: You will see. We will see. But yeah, it's like, I'm at the point where it's like, I believe it when I see it. Because, <laughs> hell, it's like the rumor I heard about women's uh, Money in the Bank is that it was going to have its first bill cash in this year. Thank God that didn't happen, because I don't know how many times I've gone back and watched the cash in um, online. It was fucking fantastic.
1: <sighs> All right,
0: Jolie, I know you had to catch up online and everything, but uh, what was your cringe moment?
1: Honestly, um, I hate saying this. It was just the the whole... It was the crowd chanting, this is boring, to Shayna and Ronda Y'all wanted this match Y'all wanted to push for the, these two to have a feud uh, This is how you treat them Treat one of the most decorated MMA superstars in Ronda Rousey And probably one of the best NXT championship champion holders In Shayna Baszler You know, I just I hate our crowd sometimes mm-hmm. So, my worthy of the night Was that and then Logan Paul winning Cause fuck that guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll get to him in a second. But um, in regards to Shayna and Ronda and everything, I think that match would have gone over a little bit more. And this is my opinion, and I've seen a couple of people tweet about this. Um, I think the match would have gone over a little bit more if it was like Five Pit, because apparently they were like they were having like issues with creative, like establishing like the whole MMA rules bullshit and everything, and it's just. Um. Yeah, I think that. But but damn, it's like Shayna tweeted out a picture. She really got fucked up. Look.
1: Oh no, she got bruised face and all that shit. Yeah. No,
0: but it's like her her arms in a brace.
1: Yeah, she got fucked up because it was a real fight.
0: Yeah, but um. But yeah, it's just. um, I mean, it's like. yeah, it's I, like, so, some of the boring chants is just like, oh, it, it it was only like a couple of minutes in. It's like, give me a break,
1: people. My whole issue, and I, I'm going to put this out there, I, I get it. I get that Ronda has this quote-unquote heart out. But Ronda, I know you're not going to listen to this, but I'm going to put this out there anyway. You're an idiot for having this as you're out. And I'm not saying this because WrestleMania is in Philly. I just think it would have come full circle in the place where she basically kind of debuted her entrance into WWE and to have her finish her career in WWE in Philadelphia. I just thought that would have been a very kismet moment. And, but you know, if this is the last that we see of Ronda Rousey in WWE, unless she's put in the hall of fame, um, then thank you Rhonda. i have enjoyed her her years here i've uh enjoyed all of her her time and um the only thing that that they should have done differently was give her a mouthpiece not Shayna. somebody else right don't get me wrong i love Shayna to death she she's not a very strong speaker either she doesn't need to be a strong speaker she's a strong striker mm-hmm. She she just needs a manager or somebody you know to back her up like that's why I love when she had um, Jessamine and Marina. Marina. Yeah. So you know, if if you know Misha never gets bored of the OC. I mean, I think she'd be great to hook up with her her uh, her, her her one of her best friends. Right. That'd be a very fun combo.
0: Definitely. Oh, my cringe moment was the whole Logan Paul bullshit winning because it's like, and I tweeted this out. That uh, oh, I was like wait. Logan Paul knows how to ru- ruin a great match because that match was firing on all cylinders. Even though there was some close calls, um, were you gonna say something, Kayla? Um, speaking of Logan Paul and Ricochet, you
2: know how you they released Samantha's videos of her saying the interests and stuff after that match. Mom, mom just sent me a reel. She did not want to say it whatsoever. She's just like, oh my. Do I really have to say it?
0: <laughs> I know. Oh my god! Poor Samantha? It's, it's like that match was a perfect match to start off the night, and then him using some cheap ass way to win the match was fucking ridiculous. I want the rematch to be a nosy dq so Samantha can get a slap in. And it, it's like it's like I I I know she wants to get her chops in and everything, and the fact that after the after she announced him as the winner. Logan Paul went over, like, like, ew, like, giving her shit and everything. Say it again. Say it
1: again. Say it again. And it's like, she about to slap your ass, boy? You, you know what? I, I I don't think she needs to slap him. All she's got to do is say, hey, Gunther, you know how I say your name and you respect how I say your name. You Want to help me out just for one minute? Speaking
0: of. Speaking of. Ludwig, I don't know how many times I got to say this online. So I'm going to say this again. If Samantha Irvin is in the building, you need to stay off the mic for the intro. Okay? Gunther already said in an interview that he appreciates the way that she introduces him and all of Imperium, okay? So your ass doesn't need to get involved whatsoever in the intros when she's in the building. Capish?
2: I can giggle every time she announces Imperium because it's like, representing imperium the intercontinental gunner and then she's like and blackwood kaiser and
0: Ginovani-Gi. it's like it's like you just got to get him in there real quick she, put, she puts a spin on a lot of stuff because it's like chelsea green too and chelsea like, green actually
2: asked for her to do it that way really seriously yeah, i read some. i read something that chelsea actually asked samantha to say her name like that
0: and it's like i remember Samantha first started out that she worried me a little bit like um it's like she wasn't gonna be like as great as Jojo was and everything but it's like she's gone grown like leaps and bounds and everything and it's like you could see her like the the videos when she does the introductions and everything she puts her oh she puts her soul into it so
1: it's just she's she's got that Alicia Taylor from NXT
0: oh yeah it's like her and Alicia Taylor are like off the charts and everything so yeah Louie stay away from the fucking mic when she's in the when she's in the building thank you but yeah no back to logan paul and ricochet we need a fucking rematch no dq uh samantha's gonna get her slap in eventually we'll see what
1: happens put him in a cage <laughs> yeah exactly but you know, like... no 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 you know what i want with ricochet and, and logan paul this is what i want what them to pick three other superstars Put them in fucking war games. Ooh. Who the hell
2: is going to join um,
1: Logan Paul? Logan Paul side. <laughs> uh, probably Baron Corbin. You could okay. get Baron Corbin. You could probably get Grayson Waller and maybe The Miz. If they've made up. If they made up. And then for Ricochet, Wesley, Dragon Lee. For shits and giggles, Kevin Owens.
0: Oh, yeah, you need a bruiser. You need a brawler. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Oh, okay. So we already talked about one women's match. Well, actually, we hinted on the other women's match and everything. But the triple threat has now gone down as the longest women's match in SummerSlam history. And unfortunately, Bianca was now was involved in that one and the shortest match in SummerSlam history, <laughs> which is ironic that it happened in the same night, unfortunately, but because she's also now the longest and shortest champion in modern era. So unfortunately, she had all this pinned on her in one night, but she is a great actress. She sold the fuck out of that injury. Um, But if we want to talk about feel-good moments of the night, I said, I said it a little bit earlier, and everything. EO cashing in, my feel good moment of the night. She celebrated with Bailey, and the fact that Dakota was there as well to join in. It was just ab- It was absolutely fantastic, and it's like, and it was like, what a year! Because I was at SummerSlam last year when they all came back, and just to see how much has happened, transpired, like, grown, and the fact that Eos getting these flowers on the main roster now is fantastic and long overdue. So I was so fucking happy about that. Okay, so, Jolie, any feel-good moments? Or did I take it?
1: Uh, No, that's pretty... I think, you know, that is probably one of my favorite feel-good moments is that. And um, maybe... It's not feel good. I mean, not for me, but I mean, not for them. But for me, it was great to see like the fracturing because it's, it's been hinted at for a long time. Um, actually, you no, know no. The feel good moment was a, was a meet and greet before SummerSlam of that little boy pushing away Dominic Mysterio. That is <laughs> that is my feel good moment of the SummerSlam weekend. That little boy is my hero. Oh, my God. Oh. oh
0: and if y'all if if y'all are not sure what she's talking about dominic and Rio were doing a meet and greet through c4 if i believe yeah and this little boy comes up with a uh she's my mommy shirt yeah she's my mommy shirt and immediately starts pushing dominic out of the way <laughs> Oh my god, that was fucking hilarious. <sighs> Alright. Kayla, do you have one? I actually got two. Okay.
2: Um the first one I'm gonna say this one actually's is first is the whole EO cashing in, her winning the women's title. Um and the fact that she was celebrating with Bailey and Dakota got in there too. That basically you know, she had her damage control buddies. Or how long they gonna be together, we don't know. But that was a really feel good moment. I'm so happy for her. And the other one was Battle royal. Slim Jim. i will to say this. The positivity and stuff that Cross got in that Battle royal. Yes, he got eliminated. But... Um, there was no negativity on there. They said honestly that was his be- one of his best battle royals he's ever done since he's been back. Um, and then the fact that hey, AJ, note to self: I'm not a wrestler, but if you eliminate Cross and you're in a feud with Cross and you're on the other side of the ropes, over the ropes, and Cross is standing behind you or over that area. Don't go to that side because he's gonna eliminate you. He ain't done with you yet. So yeah, just a little tip advice. But I know you're all's match is Friday, so hopefully I love you, AJ, but hopefully cross will win again. We'll see how that goes. But um I know it's just that feel good moment on like I said on social media here lately. People's been bashing them and mm-hmm. just seeing, you know, the positive that people said that was probably one of the best battle royals he has, and and I kind of agree because normally when he's in something like that, he's in, he's out, and within like the first two minutes, right. he was literally down like to like the last six. So I was, obviously I know he wasn't going to win because I predicted LA Knight to win, but um yeah,
1: but hey, I think everybody predicted LA Knight to win.
2: Yeah, I was hoping Cross could win, but eh, oh well
1: um and i will say this aj listen um i know you use some great conditioner but you have to make sure you clean your ears out that's why you didn't hear a cross coming up to kill you because the conditioner gets stuck in your ears with that long hair that's why my hair's short i used to have long i used to have gorgeous hair like him and I, you would always have to put so much conditioner and spray shit in your hair to keep it that nice and flowy yes i was a girl once girly um, so yeah, you, you might want to just clean your ears out just a little bit more because even I heard the doll theme song with him outside the ring and you going over the ropes like, you dumbass.
0: Oh my God. Oh, uh, but yeah, congrats to LA Knight for picking up the win on the battle royal and everything. And it's just like, it was great to hear that. I mean, it's like LA has been taken off and I swear if Santos doesn't get the title from Austin Theory on Friday, LA Knight needs to because... <laughs> Uh I'm so towards the end of my rope on this shit, for real. Whew. Okay, so. Okay, yeah,
1: I lost my train of thought. Uh, do y'all have a match of the night? It's the triple threat women's match for me. To be perfectly honest, it was the right right amount of time. It had the right ending. And then it had the right, right ending. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, again, I would have been happy with Charlotte winning and getting pinned again, but I don't think they wanted to have that happen again. So I think that would have been, what, the third cash-in on her? Yeah. So I'm I'm okay with Bianca eating the pin. As much as I would have loved Asuka to win or retain, um, I think it sets up a better feud with her and Io down the line. Um, and like I said, with the rumors of the possible possibility of Kyrie coming back to WWE, um, it does set up for somebody to be in Oscar's corner with Bailey being an Eos. So I'm all for it. And I mean, I did kind of get a little bit of a glee watching <laughs> Bailey just smack the shit out of Charlotte with the, <laughs> um, the briefcase. Yeah, uh, Charlotte, you ate that miss and you ate that briefcase very well and, you know, I am always a Charlotte stan. I'm always an Ashley stan, and so I appreciate everything that she has done for the division despite everybody's hatred upon her.
2: Yeah. Kayla? I'm actually going to agree with Jolie on that because I just thought, like, the women kicked ass. You know, they always do, and you know the fact that i was actually sitting there thinking i'm like 30 time. wait it would mentor and then it realized bailey was the first cash in on her and then carmella was the second cash in so she didn't really need another cash in on her but um and like i said it had you know the momentum poor poor charlotte took the uh, myth from oscar um and that hide, that r- jump off the rope onto Scar- uh, Scarlet, Ugh. Charlotte in the figure eight from Bianca. That made me hurt. That kind of made me cringe right there. Like, oh my gosh. Um, But, you know, it just had to, it just had that moment, right, Winner? You know, EO cashing in. Now you're a little intrigued. How's it really going to happen? How's this really going to make Bianca feel?
1: Mm-hmm. So. So, and to go off of that with the quote-unquote turn that happened on friday night with the new street business Mm -hmm. bianca could join that i mean and then turn heel and we could actually have a full-blown amazing heel another heel faction um but you know can we extend it to two more members please can we get back C- Cedric and Shelton? Please and thank you.
0: Yeah. I don't know about Bianca fully turning heel because it's like she says she's kind of against it because it's like she... I think she said that she wants to keep like herself like at Cena level and everything, being like a mentor to the little kids and stuff. So I don't know if we're going to go that far. But in regards to EO's first challenger, um, there is a certain... Puerto Rican who got another win on her Friday night and has already tweeted out like oh this is interesting. Hi champ Because <laughs> it's like she tweeted out after the me- like after Friday like boy well, maybe next time EO needs to pre put the briefcase on the line, but now it's like ooh, EO has the belt now.
1: Hey, I'm all for it. Uh you all know me. I've been a huge Lena Vega fan and I think if anybody deserves the Lib Morgan treatment it is her I think she has done such amazing work the storyline with Shotzi is also fucking amazing um and with her being in the tank chef's kiss to that I loved every second of that uh cause I was actually off on Friday so I was actually flipping back and forth between multiple things
0: on Friday okay. it was actually
1: really weird being off on a Friday um <laughs> Like I said, I've been, I've worked back to back weekends and, you know, I've literally have no idea where the fuck July went. So it being August is like, what the fuck? Right. Um, but yeah, no, just, just seeing everything that's, that's actually been transpiring. And even though there are some qualms and concerns, uh, we'll get to those later but you know it just how things have been transpiring i think the women's division is starting to get a better leg up in wwe over another company um so yeah i think you know especially on smackdown the women's division has skyrocketed
0: 100% mm-hmm.
1: and i'm actually looking forward to the possibility of another mitch Minchin versus scarlet match
0: i want that so bad Of course, Kayla and I will be fighting over the winner of that.
1: (laughs) And I'm just going to sit here and say, we all win. I get to see two hot ladies slug it out.
0: Pretty much. Oh, All right. My match of the night, even though I really didn't quite agree with the winner, it's like my match of the night was actually... Seth and Finn, only because that one kept me going, like, as far as like, what the fuck is going to happen? And then, of course, Damien comes out with the damn briefcase.
1: You asshole. That match was good. I also did like the twists and turns, but again, I've, I to, to quote Exile from Taylor Swift and Bon Ive, I've seen this film before and I didn't like the ending the first time. You know, him having to give up the title after being hurt. You know, that's... I hated that. Um, So it's like... I knew Damien was going to pull some fucking shit. And I kind of like the fact that they now hit it to J.D. Madonna. Either pulling Finn out of the Judgment Day or kicking Priest out.
0: Yeah, because he retweeted. Yeah, I saw the retweet. Yeah.
1: So (laughs) it's going to get interesting. And again... I think you know they're starting to to hit stride, and it's it's very fun, and it's very it's a very interesting time to be a wrestling fan in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think both shows have been putting on. I actually think a lot of the shows have been putting on fantastic shows. Um, Trinity has been amazing on Impact. Stat has been amazing on AEW. I'm not a fan of Orange Cassidy, so I'm not going to say anything nice about him because I'm not going to say anything about him because I'll be saying <laughs> mean things and I don't want to piss off Mama Larissa. So um, <laughs> MJF has probably been my favorite champion out of all the brands just because of, like how he runs his mouth. Yes, I'm actually saying something nice about AEW wrestling. Okay. You took a side turn on this conversation. But no, no. But okay, But no, I'm just saying like, you know, it's been a very nice couple weeks of wrestling. Mm. So it's just been very interesting to see. Like, there's been a lot of different dynamics, but a lot of amazing storylines on all brands coming forward. Yeah. And I actually, you know, <laughs> kind of can't wait to see who Chelsea and Sonia face next. I-, I didn't think Chelsea Green would grow on me. She has. Like a fungus. Do I need to come have you
2: checked out? For real. Like you always say when I said the Iconics was growing on me. Do I have to come check you out?
1: I said she was growing on me like a fungus.
0: Okay.
2: Oh. <laughs> we might need a book of light.
0: Yeah, no.
1: Growing like a fungus.
0: All right. Kayla, do you want to get anything off your chest about that match?
1: The floor is yours. Everybody mute.
2: I predicted Rollins to win because, I don't know, I just wanted Ben to win so bad, but I know he wouldn't. And then the fact that Damien comes out and screwed him once again, so, I don't know, I just, I really don't know what to say. I mean, I'm happy for Seth, but like I've stated multiple times. Ever since him winning seven years ago a SummerSlam Universal title for a uh, first-ever champion and having to relinquish it the next night on Monday Night Raw, he never got that momentum back. I know it. You all know it. The fans know it. Finn knows it. Everybody knows it. And, yes, I mean, he became Intercontinental Champion a couple times. Yes, he went down to NXT, became a two-time NXT champion and had matches with lots of people. I got to see my dream match, Ben Balor versus Karrion Cross, But that momentum is still missing there. And even though I predicted Seth to win, part of me kind of was hoping that if I kind of think sometimes if I say the opposite of who I really want to win, it works about 50-50. I mean, it won't always happen all the time, but um right now a lot of people will say let me phrase it. In the famous words of carrying cross, in due time. In due time things will happen. But it's just frustrating because as a Finn Balor fan, he's probably losing momentum just like I am. So, you know, it's kark. So is this the end with Seth? Maybe not. What's happening probably next is feuding with Damian Priest. So, um, we'll see how that goes. Maybe it might come down to it and Damian might actually, you know, offer to put his um briefcase on the line and Finn gets it and cash it on Seth. I'll be okay with that. Uh, But, like I said, it's okay. It was a good match until I didn't really like the end because where somebody said he would never cash in on him or try to screw him around kind of backfired. So, Yeah. But, hey.
0: Yeah, this isn't over by a long shot. Oh. All right. And speaking of not being over by a long shot, let's see. Gunther and Drew took it to the limit, but Gunther still came out on top. I do not know who's going to end up taking this title from this man. Y'all got to guess because
1: I'm out. Honestly, if I could see anybody taking it from him, it would be the cocky over tan jackass known as brawn breaker. And that match would fucking slap. For real. Let's see. Kayla, you
0: got to guess?
2: Um at this point yeah I don't know who's going to take it off him but who I would like to take off take it off of him um to make a certain somebody that kind of took something from him crap his pants because he didn't think of it because it seems like the judgment day gets everything nowadays. Um just to show a certain dum dum that he's really better than he really is, than you thought he was kind of thing. I don't know who's gonna take it off Gunter, but being true, kinda would like to see Wesley be the one <laughs> to throwing him
0: Gunter and never see it coming. Oh for real. Never for real. see it coming. If not him, fuck it. Ilya. Round two. Actually, actually round three, I think, at this point. As soon as he gets done with as soon as he gets done with Trick Williams and everything, bring Ilya up. <laughs> Get another title off him. Alright. Speaking of things never ending. Can somebody wake me up when this bloodline Roman title reign is done. As soon as Jay got pulled out of the ring, I told Steve, I was like, turn it it off. I'm done. Turn it off.
2: (sighs) WrestleMania 40. Roman Reigns will lose.
0: God, I hope so. Because it's like... (laughs) I mean, because it's like Jimmy and Jay just said in, recently in an interview that their dream is to have a match against each other at WrestleMania with Rikishi being a referee because they will take it back old school and everything like that, it, like, in, in the living room. And But it's just like, it's like they're going to feud against each other already and we're, like, months out from WrestleMania. It's like, ugh, Rowan's oh. supposed to be going on a hello vacation hiatus, I heard. This is getting worse than Brock. This is worse than fucking when Brock had the Universal title forever. I'm fucking sick of it. Or the match-
2: knows, but hey, like, I'm thinking, you know, WrestleMania 40, Roman loses. Heck, when it comes to our four, uh, WrestleMania 40 predictions, uh, you better hope I don't get that vibe.
0: Girlfriend, you better not. I swear, I will drive to Greenville. I, I, I will get in my car and I will drive to Greenville. Fuck a flight. I will drive to Greenville like overnight. It would beat the shit out of you That's with sad. love. <laughs> no, but it's like it's like Jay came out with a lot of momentum. The crowd was vibing. The interest he had his like his own logo up there. It wasn't like the Usos and everything. And um it's just like the match itself was going great. And then of course Solo had to get involved and. Then Jimmy pulled him out, Jay J out, and everything. And then, of course, Dipshit ended up retaining and everything. But I don't know where the hell this is going to. Jolly hell.
1: Well, for me, I don't see that Jay, Jimmy, and Jay is a part of the bloodline storyline. I just think it's separate because it is brother versus brother. It's like Matt versus Jeff, or even though they're not real brothers, Edge versus Christian. You know, it's like it's that type of level of it'll be like if uh Cash and Dax went at it, mm-hmm. like that's the level of brotherhood between these two guys or the new day. I just think that, like, you know, this is something the brothers have to work out. And, you know, if they do push this to get a, a WrestleMania match in Philly, I'm all for it. I think, you know, for a, a big. Big time, uh, WrestleMania being WrestleMania 40, you need to have a lot of big matches. And I think this would be one of the biggest ones if you do get Rikishi in there. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. And I just think, you know, it's, it's mainly, you're going to see, I don't think you're going to see Jimmy, you know, hovering around with Roman because I didn't see him hovering. I just saw him like, you know, did he walk back with them? I really don't know. I thought it was just Paul solo and, and Roman. I thought I I think I I think that's what I saw at least at least Paul and Roman. So I I just think that it's it's just a separate issue, that's separate from the bloodline. Now, I'm all for the bloodline storyline. I'm all for, you know, it continuing until it's time for it to end. But I will say this, Paul Heyman, you said at WrestleMania 39 that it was the third inning, motherfucker! It is not the bottom of the third. I will fucking punch your walrus ass from goals end zone to end zone in Lincoln Financial Field if you say third inning one more fucking time. I will get in touch with my inner kick shitter or shit kicker and I will get in touch with my inner fucking city bitch. I'm a country girl motherfucker. I might have lived in the city, but I am a country girl. I will whoop that ass with Every fucking implement that I got, you might have you might have created ECW, bitch. I perfected it. I will fucking fight your ass, motherfucker. Bullshit third inning. But again, like I said, I think the Jimmy J is completely separate. I think it's a jealousy thing. Um, I I, I kind of want to know who who uh, changed the Wikipedia page calling Jimmy Mister DUI. What oh, the yeah. fuck? Oh, the fans went after him. The fans went after Jimmy. I was like, it was Jay, Main Event Uso, and Jimmy, Mr. DUI Uso.
0: Okay, come on, people. That's not something to fuck around with. I mean, you could say, fuck you, Jimmy, all you want in the crowd and everything like that, but that's not something to fuck around
1: with. Oh, my God. Again, I I am from a sports fandom that chanted uh, DUI to... um, Ozuna, I think, from the Braves, when they played us. So, I, I I will take any cheap cheap shots a cheap shot. You do something to fuck up, you get called out on it. Plain and fucking simple. All right. Just like Jeff, somebody put in his one time, Mister DUI. Mm-hmm. It, it, it it's the new brand of FAFO. Fuck around and find out. Yep. So, but, uh, yeah, yeah. um, my issues. The match was great. I thought the back and forth, they broke the rules, even yes! though it not supposed to be any rules, but rules were broken nonetheless. There was supposed to be no interference outside, Um, but, you know, no DQ, what are you going to do about it? Um. So, anyway, I just feel that they could have shaved 15 minutes off of this and gave Raquel and Rhea a match or Becky and Trish a match. Just saying. It didn't need to be a fucking hour. Roman doesn't need a five-minute intro. Um, And I swear to God, I will go down from Section 218 and push his ass down the ramp at WrestleMania 40 if I have to. I will fucking get a fucking pulley and chain and just whip his ass down there. Motherfucker, no, 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 no. You're not taking five minutes. You're going to take 30 fucking seconds. I am so sick of his entry. You're not Undertaker. No. undertaker had a reason he had bad hips you barely wrestle bitch oh my god uh were you gonna say something Carol?
0: no okay uh oh shit i did forget the match cody and brock i thought cody was a goner there a lot of the time but i'm so glad he pulled out the win. But the shocking thing about that was after the match. And apparently that was unplanned.
2: That was on Brock. That was Brock's way
0: of saying he got, Cody got his respect. That was fantastic. And can someone please help me? When did Brock's shorts get fucked up during the match? Because I didn't realize until afterwards.
1: All I got to say is thank God he had underwear on or at least his balls cupped. (laughs) Otherwise, they would have been free balling and we would have had a whole new reason to SummerSlam. Yeah,
0: yeah, because I missed that part too because it's like someone was like mentioning online about his shorts and then I saw like the afterwards and I was like, oh shit, his shorts did get ripped. But yeah, that was so unexpected from Brock that someone actually finally, uh, that that he gave some, Cody, his respect and everything, and this has truly been put to bed, this rivalry, and I'm just excited to see what's next. Kayla?
2: I mean, that's his way of showing respect and someone I'm um, so somebody saying they saw something that when they had their heads together when he sat there and mentioned something to him. Someone's promised that he mouth finished the story. You know, so I mean, I don't know how true that is. I haven't seen the clip of him doing it, but someone said right. they saw it. That was actually there. But um, you don't get that very much from Brock. Normally, Brock would just, "Hey, I'm leaving. You know, whatever you beat me, I'll be back for you." Yeah. But that was that was respect, and and then the fact after the fact, you see, you know, on social media that that was not planned, and I'm like, that is his way of showing respect to you know, showing his res- showing Cody, like, hey, man, you got my respect.
1: You go do you.
2: So. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: Jolly? Again, I think it also goes back to his father. I think yeah. all roads lead back to Dusty. Amen. I think everybody knows that Dusty's had probably one of the most influential images within the WWE, WCW, all of that. And I just think that it's it's just something that transcends generations, what Dusty did for his family. And, you know, Brock respects that. I think, you know, I was listening to a story about Brock and it's like, Brock does his own thing, but he lets you know, you know, he he was going to let Cena beat him after he beat the streak. Mm -hmm. And Cena's like, no, 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 we're not going to do that. You're going to destroy me. And then, you know, eventually, I think Cena did beat him. But it's just, it's amazing that, you know, Brock, when we said this a long time ago, like, you know, Brock gets this weird flack for, like, being this asshole. And yeah, he is, a just like Gordon, a glorified asshole. And he owns up to it. But, you know, we, we also get to see these human sides of him. And I think with, we, we all know that his career is coming to an end. Right. I mean, it is coming to a, a close. And, you know, We also have the looming edge retirement coming soon. So it's like, you know, it's like a generation is closing out and, you know, that's, it's very emotional for like somebody like me, especially with what today was, you know, Mm -hmm. being a a generational person, watched different eras of wrestling and all areas of sports. And, you know, it's just, it's just a, a very emotional thing to think about. Like, you know, the people that I looked up to are now gone. But I'm looking up to these other people now. Okay. Yeah. Well, who am I going to look up to after that? You know, it's like, it's just, the it's a continuing, continuing circle. And it's just, it's an amazing circle. And it's like, you know, I just, I can't wait to see what he does next. I mean, well, shit. We didn't think about Brock taking the Intercontinental title off of uh, Gunther. <laughs> I mean, that's another match I'd love to see. So. That would be a song song, yeah. I mean, that would be like, Shot versus the F5. Both right. whoop your ass. Which one's just going to make you not get back up? Exactly. That
2: will be the one opponent, Giovanni. And uh Lugwood, look at Gunter. You're on your own, bud. Bye. <laughs> Blade, but. Deuces.
1: Deuces. You're going um, against hint, hint, hint. Uh We're going to be in catering.
2: <laughs> if you desperately need us, don't come find us. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Oh, my God. All right, so uh, out of 10, Kayla, what's your rating for SummerSlam? Mm, I'll give it eight and a half. I'm actually going to go seven seven out of 10 because it was a good show, but some things could have been a little bit better and everything. Jolie?
1: I give it an eight out of 10 mainly just because of just some minor details here or there, and even though we know Triple H said that there were no matches cut from the card uh one more match wouldn't have killed it and taking fifteen to twenty minutes away from the bloodline story match. You know, make Roman walk a little bit faster. Come on now. His legs yeah. ain't broken. <laughs> I mean I, I guess maybe they have to walk slow for Paul because he waddles. So, you know, there is that. Right.
0: Okay. So one more thing we gotta cover because I saw this list this week and it pissed me the fuck off. And it's like, ESPN, if you're going to get into the wrestling business, I need you to know the wrestling business. So they put out their 30 best pro wrestlers under the age of 30. And from the article, these the ratings, rankings were based off of merit rather than on future potential, which is far more subjective. The criteria included drawing powder, popularity, skills, position on the roster, and accomplishments, including championships and tournament victories. About a dozen different promotions are represented in, in some way are represented in some way over multiple countries. Yeah, wait, all right. So I'm gonna read the honorable mentions and then I'm gonna read the top ten. Because the honorable mentions piss me off. Because it's like some of these should not have been honorable mentions. All right, hold on. Honorable mentions. Atlantis Jr., AZM, Blake Christian, uh, Cameron Grimes, Creed Brothers. Chris Statlander, Leo Rush, Maki Ito, Miyu y- Yamashita, excuse me, Rin Narita, Riho, Roxanne Perez, Starlight Kid, Shun Skywalker, Sonia Deville, and Kyle Kai- Kai Fletcher of Ozzy Open. That's just the honorable mention.
1: Um, I'm the- sorry, Leo Rush should not be on any fucking list because he's way too injured to be even wrestling, so you can sit his ass off the list.
0: All right, now here's the top ten. Okay, see number ten even made me cringe. Logan Paul. Number nine, Liv Morgan. Eight, uh, kind Kanes- of uh, Takashita. Seven, Carmelo Hayes. Six, Braun Breaker. Five, Dominic Mysterio. Four, Elijo de Vic- 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 oh, fight. oh, I cannot pronounce this. My apologies. Three, Austin Fury, Two, Rhea Ripley. One, MJF. Now, that's just the top 10 in the honorable mentions. I didn't even get to the rest of the 20. But I, I will say this. Diana Perrazzo is in the later 20s, which is a bad mistake already. But, oh, who wants to go first? Oh, Kayla,
2: go. On. <laughs> ESPN. Oh, Why in the hell do you have fucking Logan Paul in the top 10? Answer me. Then you're going to put Chris Statlander in the honorable mentions where. She could run circles around Logan Paul. Logan Paul would run around like a little bitch and run away with his little prime dude and couldn't keep up with her. Do I say that she deserves to be in the top 10? Yes. Considering she's been injured and only been came back, she at least deserves to be in the top 20 of what she's done since she's came back and became champion. Dominic Mysterio does not deserve being in the top 10 my opinion, he don't even deserve to be in a top 1,000. Um, let's see. just want to skip around. Uh, Austin Theory does not deserve to be in the top 10. Well, at least put him in the top 30. Because, I mean, he has proven to himself. He's been a good, you know, dominating champion. He's a heel that you can't freaking stand, that you wish you could just wash his head in the toilet and move on. But um, I do not agree with that list. Those honorable mentions should have been listed somewhere. Cameron Grimes should have been listed somewhere. you know. But the fact that you put Logan Paul in your top 10 over some of the best wrestlers under the age of 20, Roxanne Perez could run circles around Logan Paul.
0: And your boy Wesley was 14.
2: Wesley could run circles around you. Wesley and the all, as a matter of fact, they're under the age of 30. The whole set of rascals can run circles around you. ESPN? No. No, 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 no. Beat like Kat said beginning. You don't know what to deal with wrestling or how to rank. Don't deal with wrestling. Stick to your golf, hockey, NFL, soccer college football basketball baseball leave wrestling to WWE impact AEW indies the queens takeover cuz we know how to do it right and um but no i don't agree with that list whatsoever yeah i mean i mean don't get me wrong like i said austin theory i'd put him in at least the top 20 or did I say that? Top 20, at least. Yeah. But Dominic does not even deserve to be in the top 1,000. Logan Paul did not even deserve to be even ranked. Wesley definitely needs to be higher. You know, I wouldn't even put Logan Paul in Wesley's spot. You know, it's just... Understand he's saying, I'm a WWE superstar. I get that, Logan. You have a contract with WWE, but that does not make you a WWE superstar. Right. I will call you a WWE superstar, when you show up every on Monday Night Raw or every episode of NXT or every episode of SmackDown. Mm-hmm. I will call you a WWE superstar when you can beat the lights of Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, Gunter, Drew McIntyre, Karrion Cross, Kevin Owens. You just got lucky mm-hmm. with Ricochet because you couldn't win fair and square. Oh, now I'll take you to Impact. I'll call you a WWE superstar when you can bre- when you can beat the former X Division champion Trey Gale. I could continue this. But like I said, no. <laughs> At least when you said stat on Audible mentions, my, my fist just started like
0: really... That's why I had to get that out of the way, because I knew that was gonna make your blood boil the most. And so and yeah, I know she was out for a while, but st- Yeah, I understand that, but
2: like I said, Do I think she deserves being a top ten? Yes, but considering she didn't come back into May, up to what she's doing now and probably continue, I'd put her at least in the top fifteen, at least top Mm twenty. You know, you got to build, understand, and build accomplishment stuff. Championships got to build it back up. Got to build yourself, and she's doing that
0: exactly. So, Chester, the floor is yours.
1: I don't gotta say shit, Kayla said everything for me. Why well, I think I took my headset off, put my thing on mute, put my hands by I didn't w I knew she was gonna go off. Dominic Mysterio, I will say, does deserve to be in the top thirty. Not at not at in the top ten. He has put on great matches. He's been doing great even when he was a face with a heel. You gotta give that kid credit where credit is due. Logan Paul can go fuck himself and uh ESPN can stop sucking his dick. That's all. I mean, I could see I can with Leo Rush on, honestly being injured all the time. I mean he was supposed to fight our boy Jay Bougie after this last thing, but now he's hurt for that thing, so he can't do that thing. So it's like uh he's retired again. So i I don't know what's going on with him. Um yeah. but um uh, you know, I got I got the perfect person to take that top ten spot. And sorry, it's not Chris, but it's our boy Jay Bougie. Because Jay Bougie can wrestle circles around Logan Paul. Yeah. So, you know, Gosh. I I'm so sick and tired of he's not a wrestler. He is a fucking circus act. Logan Paul does not even need to doesn't deserve to be in the same breath as some of those greats that are on that list. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, no, he can go uh fucking fly a kite with his dick as a lightning rod. I don't fucking care. I'm so sick of Logan Paul. I'm so sick of his brother. Um, I just, yeah. you know, I never wish injury on anybody. But when I thought he really hurt himself and he was supposed to be out a year, I was so happy that I wouldn't have to see his motherfucking face. But no, bitch did steroids or some shit to get his knee back in fucking perfect working order. I um, don't know how oh, the yeah. fuck that happened. Like, he's supposed to, what are he's supposed to tear his ACL, so, innocent, NCL? We all know
2: how we feel about Logan Paul. So, a little funny thing about this made me think about it. I've actually had the dream three times now, and it's kind of creeping me out. But if you're
1: dreaming about Logan Paul, I'm sending money for shock therapy.
2: No, 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 no. The dream is that he actually sponsored and paid us for our podcast.
1: Nope. I think that's I the one time Julie would actually I turn would, something
2: nope. down. I would not. I'm <laughs> not sorry. Even, not even if it was $1,000 per episode?
1: Nope. I have morals.
2: Or wait, $3,000. i am sorry. It was $3,000 per episode.
1: Nope. Sorry. What? That man is a fucking cancer to society. He does not deserve anything. And I would not take any of his money. Um, I, I'm actually sickened at the fact that my nep- my nephew loves his prime drinks. I want nothing to do with Logan Paul. The fact that I'm probably going to be at a Wrestlemania where he is at, I fucking hate. But I will be a part of the the thousands upon thousands of fans that will boo his little bitch ass. Because Logan Paul ain't worth shit to me. I will take I would take any fucking other jackass wrestler that we absolutely I would take the Young Bucks sponsoring us. And you know how much I hate the Young Bucks. Fuck. Over Logan Paul. Damn. I, would, I, I would take I am a maggot family Chris Jericho sponsoring us over Logan Paul. You'd probably take Tony Khan over Logan Paul. I don't know. Yeah, about I that. would. honestly would. I would take Vicky Guerrero With all of that bullshit oh. over Logan bitch ass Paul. Damn.
2: Okay. So, so I'll, ha- I'll just tell you what, if it ever happens, I'll just tell you who who is
0: not from. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> the, less we, the less we know, the better.
2: <laughs> You'll be like, what is this extra $3,000? Why did you send me $3,000 in cash app? Don't ask.
1: <laughs> Look, if I ever saw $3,000 end up in my cash app, I would be buying a brand new computer and paying off bills. But the computer that I'm looking at is about $1,500, so that's that would cover everything right there. But oh, yeah, no, So so I can agree with some of those wrestlers being in the in the in the top thirty, but him, no. Punt his ass out.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let's see. From the honorable mentions, uh I'll make I'll make this quick because we've ran long on this. Roxanne Perez diver- deserves to be in the top thirty. Chris deserves to be in the top thirty. Uh and then like I said earlier. Diana definitely deserves to be higher because she has actually killed it since leaving WWE. Um, Jordan Jordan Grace, even though she's not currently signed, she's uh, at twenty four. It's like they have Jordan twenty four, Diana twenty five, and they actually should be a little bit higher. Diana more than anybody. Um, Wesley deserves to be higher. Uh, the fact that Dominic is ranked over Braun and Carmella is a fucking joke uh Logan Paul kick his ass out of there. Austin Theory at three bitch please. Um one and two, I'm okay with. Cause even though uh, even though uh Rhea's not really defending much these days and everything, it's like uh the way that she's like completely over now is I'm 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 fine with that. Uh, okay. And Just kind of a side note, we were supposed to have uh, our dear friend Tiffany Nieves on this episode, but unfortunately, she's having some travel issues and couldn't really get on um, to join us today. But she has a huge match this Saturday, Mission Pro Wrestling. She's going for the Mission Pro title against uh, Genocide. We are sponsoring her. We wish her the absolute best of luck, and hopefully she can just bring the win home and everything, so... And as long as nothing uh, crazy happens, I will actually be in San Antonio to watch the match. So hopefully I can do some celebrating this weekend. So, all right. Kayla, any final thoughts? Honestly, no. All right. And Jolie, I know you wanted a few minutes to, to get something off your chest. So go ahead.
1: First things first. Across the board, the women's divisions of wrestling need to be taken more seriously and treated more fairly. With that being said, I woke up this morning at 5 a.m. to watch the women's nationals, U.S. Women's National Team play Sweden in the round of 16 of the World Cup. They didn't win. Okay. They didn't deserve to win. And I'll be honest about that. I'm actually looking forward to the future with the youngins. But like we were talking earlier about, you know generational talent transcending this was probably the last match of one of my favorites julie ertz um from the world cup she might do the olympic team but we'll have to wait and see but it was definitely the end of megan Rapino. and every person every male out there that i've seen and some women were bashing her and saying good i'm glad they're gone Called them woke and broke. I'm sorry if standing up for social injustice, equal rights, equal pay. I mean, I'm sorry. How many World Cups does the men's team have? The U.S. men's team? I can't. I can't count that high. Oh wait, that's right. It's zero. Zero World Cups. The women have four, and women's soccer is growing, and is growing worldwide. Team Jamaica had to have a GoFundMe to get to the World Cup. You had underdogs in South Africa and Nigeria. And this U.S. women's national team loving lesbian is supporting Team Nigeria because fuck the colonizers. Fuck you, England. Um, So, you know, soccer is a big thing for me. I love soccer. I want people to take a step back. And realize that these women are human and have put their bodies on the line for years. Megan started playing for the U.S. team, like their they're teenage, back in 2001, 2002. It's 2023. She's played for almost 20 years at this level. You might not like her politics. You might not like her what she represents and what she stands up for but if i'm supposed to respect certain athletes you sure as fuck can respect her gold medal winner two world cups golden boot golden ball game rec- represents game and game respects game i will always fucking love and respect megan rapino for what she's done so i personally want to say thank you megan Fuck the haters. And I also want to say, fuck you, Tony Khan, for your bullshit, motherfucking damage control tweet storm that your entire locker room put out attacking another female that made her quit doing it. Just because some of you have a great experience in a locker room doesn't mean everybody has a great experience in that same locker room. We've heard horror stories about WWE. We've heard horror stories about Impact. We've heard horror stories about AEW. But anytime anybody speaks out about AEW, you attack. You have your wagons all go around and you attack. Look at what happened to Big Swole. You went after her. Y'all went after Thunder Rosa. Now you went after Lufisto. Just because you have a good experience doesn't mean everybody has a good experience. I just want people to start being fucking honest about locker rooms. Because the fact that every major superstar in that company put out the same, minus like two or three. I know Chris didn't put anything out that bad. Rio, no, um, not Rio. um, Sheeta? Sheeta. Thank you. Sheeta didn't put out anything that bad. Like, you know, they talked about working hard. They didn't talk about the locker room. But the fact that everything was pretty much exactly the fucking same. Screams damage control and the fact that when somebody speaks the truth it, it or their truth your first instinct is to circle the wagons and attack and at least your attack dogs your fan base on them speaks more about you as a person and as a company because you know how many times have people spoken out about the wwe uh, wrestlers and how many times uh, have, how many times have wwe wrestlers or wwe executives attacked the wrestler for using their first amendment right for free speech and putting out their experience zero fucking times Mm
0: -hmm.
1: maybe one or two but it's mainly you know if somebody says something about a person they they'll say hey no that i'm speaking my truth so attacking somebody for speaking their truth makes y'all look like assholes so the jester's assholes of the week is the AEW Locker Room minus Chris Statlander and just Chris Statlander because we are Chris Statlander stands on this show. And maybe Orange Cassidy for Mama Larissa. (laughs) I still don't like them, Mama. I don't. I'm sorry. Some gimmicks I just don't like.
2: On the plus side, meeting him Friday, I told him, I said, you make AEW fun. I said, how many wrestlers do you come Meet that actually wrestling with his hands in his pocket. He says, Just one I know of. And I said, Well, I guess that's you. He says, Yep, I got one accomplishment underneath my belt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Jolie, Ertz did announce her retirement from international
1: earlier. So I'm going to say this I have been an Ertz fan before she married Zach, but she will always have a special place in this Philadelphia Eagles fan's heart and with the Philadelphia Eagles. So, Zach, when you're ready to retire, you better fucking sign a one-day contract and retire you and your wife as Philadelphia Eagles because you were forever loved in our city. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for everything that you have done, Julie. You have elevated the game. You were a fucking rock star coming back not only from a knee injury but having a child, along with Alex Morgan and Crystal Dunn all had children. So... When I talk about the future is bright for sports and for wrestling with all these youngsters like Jay Bougie and Roxanne and it just there's so many good shining stars with the youngsters. Mm -hmm. But we gotta respect who came before even if they are assholes like Brock Lesnar or Randy Orton or Kenny Omega or Chris Jericho. (sighs)
0: Definitely. Um Couple more congratulations! Congratulations, to Shida, new AEW Women's World Champion. If if I'm not mistaken, isn't she the first two time? No. Oh, I think they're counting Tony as two time. Oh yeah, that's her. okay. Never mind. But anyways, she is the champion. Congratulations to her. Now she actually gets to reign in front of audience and fans. So it's like congrats to her and RJ, our, our boy Jay Bougie is officially a father and god oh oh his girlfriend shayla oh you are a trooper she had like she was in labor for like 60 hours before they had a c-section and everything but uh congratulations to them their boys is here happy and healthy and i love Jake bougie's tweets because he's having a quite a ride so far with fatherhood
1: <laughs> vick's uh, bougie vick's vapor rub under the nostrils will help when the baby shit when I mean, you gotta change those diapers
0: yeah that's one thing he doesn't yeah he's not too fan uh, too big a fan of all right well that's all we have for this episode of the queen's takeover thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the takeover continues y'all have a good one